I could like see Buck driving a lobster truck to this song. Just posting up. I was the third brother of five, doing whatever I had to do to survive. I'm not saying what I did was all right. Mm-mm, he's not saying that. Trying to break out of the ghetto was a day-to-day fight. <laughs> Forty hours. And I'm so long getting up to the cross for mine. But I knew there was a better way of life, and I was just trying to find. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you do till you, you put under pressure. Cross 110th Street is a hell of a tester. Across 110th Street, pimps trying to get a woman that's me. Bobby Womack, for everybody. Damn. Bobby uh, Bobby pressed on the other day, so I was like, oh, we got to open up a little bit of a little bit of Bobby Womack. A whole lot of Womack. Whoa, did, that, did the song just, just oh, drop? Oh, just drop down. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome back to Far Out. My name is Todd. You got Buck here? Todd, how we doing? But, uh, right, as as I, I told Buck, we're going to open with a little bit of Bobby to, to open the show. I was mentioning, I was like, you know, back, I don't know, a couple... I don't know, a year ago, year and a half ago, I saw Bobby Womack perform with, oh, with the Gorillas, Damon Albarn's band. Nice. And um, he he did like the song Stylo that was uh, the big Gorillas hit and then uh, one other song like, uh, what's it, what's it, Cloud of Unknowing on the new uh, last Gorillas record. And I was telling Buck, I'd read a story where originally, I guess, Barry Gibb was going to sing on that track as well, but they couldn't get him to do it. And then Buck was, and then I was, then for some reason I was talking to Buck about how much I liked the Bee Gees and the production value, and then Buck was kind of making fun of me. Yeah. And then he totally ruined one of my favorite uh, Bee Gees songs. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, I was saying you were saying one of your favorites was "How Deep Is Your Love." How deep is your love? Yeah. Cause we're living in a world of fools. Okay, so breaking us down. I live many, you know. Uh, lives in my head I actually you know I, I, in your own head in my own head yeah i'm a great songwriter and one of the one of the songwriters i admire of course is weird al yankovic yeah so i'm always thinking of like you know a weird al type of song to go with the song that's playing mm-hmm. and for some reason i came up with uh for that one this is back in the day too uh and how deep is your pool okay <laughs> you know because we're living in a world of pools. Right, yeah. Because we're living in a world of pools. Breaking us, drowning yeah. us down. Drowning us all. Yeah, there you go. And you can't get pregnant while in a pool. Yeah, in the jacuzzi. Because, yeah. yeah, you're trying to, because, yeah. you know, that, that thing that if you have sex in a pool, you can't get pregnant, right? No, the sperm, it gets confused. Yeah. There's way too much stuff going on. And the chlorine. Right. Especially if you have, like, a really clean pool, right? Chlorine ain't mm. going to live in there. AIDS ain't going to live in there either. I, I, he- I heard that if you have AIDS and have sex in a pool... Gone? You won't give your partner AIDS. <laughs> really? Yeah. No oh, matter wow. if you're doing it anal, vaginal, nasal. Is this like Dr. Todd advice again? Yeah. This <laughs> is some more of my solid advice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe if you are listening and you, you do have a, a, a AIDS, mm. don't do it in the pool. I'm, no. I'm saying. Yeah. 
But yeah, how deep is your pool? Now you just totally fucked that song up for me forever. Well, I appreciate that because it will haunt your life. And like I said, don't don't let it haunt your life like it do, it has mine. Because your concern was you're not a good swimmer, right? That's, right. That's, that's another that, Buck Perez revelation. Yeah, is that I'm, I, I know how to swim, but not really well. And then sometimes you're in a pool and it's not marked like how deep it is, you know? It says eight feet, but who really knows, you know? <laughs> who knows? It's scary, you know? So you don't trust the markings on the side of a pool? N- nah, not after I've seen how they make them. You know, that's what scared me. Scared yeah. me straight. You're watching like HGTV's pool contractors? Yes. Or uh, Property Brothers? It's scary. By the way, there are no brothers on Property Brothers, and that's what... My wife's always watching it. And the first thing that comes You're saying out, brothers? I was like, there's no brothers on Property Brothers. I mean, there's <laughs> brothers, but n- not not brothers, brothers. T-H-A. Not like Bobby Womack, brother. Oh, God. It's guys that are siblings, R- oh, but oh. not brothers. So on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, oh, we've got a big chance for some listeners to make some real money on this show because we're going to be scratching off lotto tickets for them, for people who signed up on our Facebook page. Yes. Then uh, I'm going to give you my top 10 tips about about how to have a bitchin' summer for summer 2014. I'm saying I'm going to take your lame-ass summer and, tank, and turn it into a hoo-bangin' summer. Nice. Yeah. Fucking 90s MTV style. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Spring break jam. Yeah, I'm going to make your summer the greatest summer ever if you just follow my 10 tips. But before we, before we get into that, huh. last week, I went out to uh, Chicago, Illinois. Not Illinois, Illinois, as Buck would say. I'm, I'm from there, so I can say it. No, you're not from Pedro. <laughs> I know. See, I got kind of an accent right there, too. I don't know what it was. No, I think it's, hey, uh, there. hey Tad, uh, it's uh, sorry to hear about your uncle. That's everybody over there. Hey, Tad, uh, your know, uncle was a good guy. So that's, out- that's, a, that's condolences. You no. know, they, they were being nice. You know? yeah. No, I know. That's just how everybody talks. So you spent how long over there? I was there for like four or five days. and um, Was it your kind of town? Uh, no, I like Chicago. Actually, I got to go to Wrigley Field and go to a baseball game. Nice. And we went over to the area called Wrigley Field. There was a bunch of bars and stuff. And my wife were like, oh, let's watch the World Cup game here. Because it's like there's a whole bunch of like sports bars. And it's like just you know a little party area in Chicago. And it's right next to Wrigley Field where the Cubs were playing. Right. And my wife was like, oh, I don't want to sit you know through a whole baseball game or whatever. I want to see the town. So we get there. We get off the train. And we're standing right at Wrigley Field. And the organ player in Wrigley Field, you can hear it bouncing off all the walls. You hear the announcer. That's you awesome. see the crowd. And I'm like, I want to go to the game. But, <laughs> but my wife had been so good over the last couple of days that like, I was like, okay, she gets her day. She gets what she wants. Right. So we're, we're walking around Wrigley Field. We're like circling it. It's like the fourth inning. I can hear the crowd roaring. Like you're just right in the middle of a city. It's like, you know, Dodger Stadium, there's a parking lot that goes on for seven you know, seven miles around the stadium. Right. And it's not like this urban environment where it's just like everybody's walking around drunk and partying and you can see in the stadium from the street. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And my wife's walking around Wrigley Field and I know we're by like the first base foul pole outside of the stadium and she says, quote, Todd, I just want to find a place to have a beer and a hot dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then uh, I think she was dropping hints Yeah like come on No she was looking at like Because oh, there's all these bars right around Like these Irish bars and stuff So then I just stopped her And I said They served them in there Yeah exactly <laughs> I, So we ended up going to a, We ended up getting tickets At like the fourth inning And staying to like the eighth And uh So I'm sorry How much did you pay? 30 bucks a ticket Oh that's a, uh, mm-hmm. I think you're lowballing me 
I think it was like fifty. No, it was actually wasn't that bad. I thought it was gonna be more money, but it was it dropping was, a hundy. This guy just wham wham. Yeah, just throwing it down. Hey, it's vacation it's money. It's your day, baby. Vacation money is only half of what regular money is. Like you don't you don't <laughs> think about it as much. You're on yeah, vacation, you but go. yeah. So we caught a game, and that was wonderful. Uh, we you know did a bunch of you know some some cool stuff in the city, uh, but the, 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 does that mean drugs? We did some cool stuff in the city. I don't think. Oh yeah, we did, we did city things. We we hung out on a stoop, and we uh, injected heroin because we were in the big in city. the city. Yeah, yeah, we, we did li- city shit. We smoked herbal jazz cigarettes and listened to Negro music. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In the city. On a hundred, Across a ten, hundred tenth street, yes, right? Exactly yeah. on the other side of that. You know, that's man. talking about New York, I mean. man. But so we did that, and then the the for podcast listeners, podcast listeners, for <laughs> podcast listeners, yeah. Uh, we hung. I got to meet for the first time. I'd been done his podcast. He's been this show guy, Giovanni Giorgio, the Adam Kroll, number one super fan, and I uh, went out for a booze nice. out, out in the suburbs of uh, Chicago. And uh, Gio was a great guy, and uh, you know. Sweet guy, but here's the interesting thing. Mandate, huh? Yeah, we had a real mandate. Mandate. Yeah. And and here's the thing I wasn't expecting. Huh. You know, I'd talked to Gio tons of times on his podcast, everything. I knew his personality. Right. and But the, the thing was, and I met him in person, nothing prepared me for this. His odor. No. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's the first place I go. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's always my first complaint that people yeah. have against me. Anyway, so. <laughs> they meet Buck Perez for the first time. Uh, the like, odor, nice guy. Oof. Yeah, that stench it smells like yeah. yeah. It smells like Otto's jacket from The yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Um, um, beautiful skin. I know it sounds wow. weird to say that about a man, but I was looking at him and like you know, like smooth as a baby's bottom. Geo's yeah. entire face is a baby's bottom. Like I was sitting there baby's ass. and I, I, after a couple drinks, it was becoming very difficult for me to not just go out and just touch it. Wow. You know, it's just... It looked that clean and porous. Not a blemish. Wow. And just all one tone. You know, like, Buck, you've got about nine tones going on here. I got something going on. You've got, you know, there's part of your face that's just white as hell. Another part is dark, and it all just kind of makes... Same same thing with me. And, and with my five head. You yeah. You know, I have like eight different shades going on. And, and Widow's Peak. Yeah, it's not good. Well, I, you know, I've got this weird thing going by my left eye. If you look at both my eyes... All right. I'm, on my left eye, because I drive all the time... And I'm always I'm commuting so so far to work. I'm starting to get like wrinkles more over one side of my face than the other because that's where the sun is when I'm driving. I've got like a truck driver thing fucking going. So you're saying like half of your face is getting like droopy, and the other side's not. Well, it's not like I I've, think you've had a stroke, Todd. <laughs> like I saw this commercial the other day. It scared me straight, and it was some lady that has half the side of her face drooping down. Mm-hmm. And it's like you will see signs of a stroke if someone is. Slouchy face, or whatever they said, you know. But she looked really scary. She did not look good. She did not look good. No. I think that that could have been like a Bell's palsy. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Had a great chat with Gio. Fantastic guy. Everybody needs to meet Gio. Gio is a controversial man on the internet in the world of podcasting. Wow. And uh, but totally, totally dug it. Uh, it was like hanging out with an old friend. It was, it was, it was really cool. But anyway, to get to Chicago. I flew Spirit Air, which which advertises itself as the America's first ever ultra low fare airline. Okay. And Spirit Air was we're the fucking cheapest. Yeah, yeah. they're like and 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 they and they brag about it. Yeah. And the funny thing was, we get in our our chairs. You know, normally you're on an airplane, you're like oh, I'm just gonna recline this back right after right. you know the pilot says okay. 
It's what? It's a rocking chair? No, there was no... It didn't go back at all. The entire... The whole, I was upright. It was like what? being in church the whole time. Yeah. On the plane. And then also, th- this was the boldest move I've ever seen on an airline. They were so proud with their cheapness, they actually served cup of noodles on the plane. And so, like, you could order... It's like college kid, you know, poor. Yeah. It's yeah. not just like low fare. It's like, you know, people who are... Uh, terminally... Yeah. <laughs> impoverished right this this is like you know the, the the people we should really be concerned about in america are on this flight they're like everything you've eaten today has come from 99 cent store you know? <laughs> they, yeah they, they should have sh- had like 99 cent store bananas in there 49 yeah, cents why not have everything mm-hmm. and be proud of it i kind of like these people so, so what, what was it like yeah i kind of like the, you gotta it, admire their boldness oh you know? i was all about i was like man if i owned an airline if i was like richard branson <laughs> Like the most low-budget Richard Branson. It was kind of like if an airplane was run by a slumlord, what it would be like. Right. And then, but it's funny. So, like, people are ordering the food, and then I see the stewardesses. They go over, you know, they they, they, they grab the cup of noodle. Then they run over to the hot water for, like, the tea. Sure. And then they heat that up, throw that aluminum foil thing back on the top, and they give it to you in your seat. You're done, yeah. But then I'm thinking, I don't want to sit next to the motherfucker eating... The cup of noodles? Mm. You could spill it. Oh, yeah. What if some turbulence? And yeah. then, wham, right in your face. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that could be worse than the woman with the McDonald's coffee that burned her vagina. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 We, could, we could all be fucked with one thing, a cup, cup of noodles. And if that water hit Gio's face and ruined his perfect porcelain skin, I would be very upset. I would cry. Yeah. It would be very sad. It would be like in Fight Club. I just wanted to destroy something, something beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Spirit Air was a real interesting uh, flight there. But anyway, let's let's get on here. We've got we got impressing issues. We've got nervous listeners right now. We've got people that signed up for this thing we're doing here on the show, oh. and they're nervous. They want to know if potentially they want thousands of dollars. So thousands. here's what we're gonna do. Thousands uh, on our Facebook page. Advertise we're having Buck Perez's Lotto Scratcher Sweepstakes. <laughs> and I said, the first three people who comment me on the uh, Facebook page, on the Far Out Facebook page, that anybody can join. First three people. We don't discriminate. Buck will scratch a lotto ticket. Oh, I thought you were going to say scratch your back or something. No, I mean, if they were out here. Have them come down, I will scratch your back. Not and- a massage, but scratch down. And Buck will scratch a lotto ticket and then possibly, you know, you know, make you thousands of dollars. So we got three people that won. Um, so basically, here's the philosophy. We scratch, you win. You, oh, boom. You get every dollar. Now, okay, if the thing says free ticket, we get the free ticket. I'm, so, I'm, not, mailing my, out, I'm not mailing out your free ticket to wherever you live because nobody here lives in California. That's too much postage. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not getting into that. We are the ultra low fare podcast. We are the spirit air of podcasting. If we could, we'd do this for free. But unfortunately, we have to get paid to do this. So, Buck, you have three scratcher tickets in your hand. You have two $1 ones. And I'm feeling lucky, baby. And then one rich man $2 ticket. Right. So, we're going to give the $2 ticket to the last person or the first person that signed up. Your choice. Ooh. Uh, Last person being... I mean, the last person. There's the three, third. There's three people. The third. So there's a two dollar guy. Go you know to what? The first guy or the third. Sometimes you got to be in the middle, and it pays to be in the middle this time because I'm going number two. Oh, that's right. Number who, two. Who said I couldn't? Second guy to sign up is a guy named Graham 
from Washington State. Let's do this. Graham signed up. He got right in there. said, me? And now he's posed to win. How much? What does it say on that ticket? What does the $2 ticket say? Two bucks. All right. We're going to... Uncover a jalapeno in the bonus spot for 10 bucks more. Damn, 10 bucks, Graham. We've got... So how does it get? How how can we describe? Oh, win up, win up to fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand dollars. So Graham, you you could win fifteen thousand dollars. So Buck, let's get this. Your, your numbers. We're always taking photos in the dark. Okay, here we go. So Buck Perez, this is Graham's ticket. Here yes. you go. This jalapeno ticket. Now Buck Perez is an excellent lotto scratcher. So let's see him get down there. Let's see what happens. I'm doing Graham's first. He was the second to go. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we're going on the second one first. So all here right, we go. All right, all right. All right, for this one, I always use my Rolls-Royce owner keychain right here. That's a, uh, It's brought me much luck. Not really. Now, a video of this will be posted on the Far Out website. <laughs> Scratching this off. I usually just try and scratch the numbers and not see what I didn't win because fuck it. You know? You have a real technique, yes, by I the do. way. And I like how you scratch... I scratch those first, and then I, I see what numbers I got, you know? You scratch the lotto ticket with a Rolls-Royce keychain. Yes, thank you. So it's like the highest class. Thank you. I try. All right, here we go. So what do we got here? What Did Graham win anything? I'm doing his spicy numbers right now. We're, we're looking pretty good. When you see uh, stuff consistently like this, it's never good. 32, 33. You don't want that. So we're going with the spicy numbers right now. Oh, this Bug is it's always the best. Wow, this is good. Your technique is impeccable. Thank you. What do we got? We got nothing. Uh, the lucky numbers were 13, 21, 35. 35, we got a ticket. We got a ticket, we, which is what we didn't want. Let's show, <laughs> let's show it to Graham here. Let's right show it to Graham right here. So free ticket. That free means, ticket for you. Sorry, bro. Come down to California, and we got you a two, $2 ticket. Don't worry. No, we're taking that free ticket. All so. right, fuck it. So, first time, first guy won a ticket, which basically means he's the first loser. Next one we come to is, are you going to pick the third guy who signed up or the first? The third guy first. Third guy, Jay from Florida, as Mark Chambers would say. Got it. Jay, you're up. You've got a $1 Lucky Life Lotto ticket. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Buck, let's get scratching. Scratching off right now. Jay, your lucky number today is four. All right, now is he going to come Four. up with the lucky number? So far we have number 6, 15, 18, 8. The last number I'm covering right now, loser, 17. I'm sorry, Jay from Florida. You are uh, the second lotto loser here today. Just to make it worth your while and know how much you would have won, 100 bucks. That's yep. the most you would have won, Jay. Most you would have won. So, Jay, yep. uh, you're going to have to go, go back to that day job. I'm sorry, man. Our final lotto ticket. Before we get into my top 10... Ways to have a bitch in summer. Buck Perez, this is going to be Patrick from Pennsylvania. And what kind of lotto tickets? The piggy bank? Pat, we were looking at a big fat pig for you. The big piggy bank. Here we go. Scratch it. This is going on. Number eight. Eight is your lucky number, Patrick. So if you get eight on that one, eight. you could win money. Let's see what happens, oh, Buck. Oh, jeez. I'm feeling lucky, but I don't think for Patrick. I got, a f- I got two tickets showing. We got three tickets. We got another ticket. We got another ticket. So that's how we roll. We live to fight another day. We could trade this in for like a $3 ticket now. Look at us. Yeah. We, okay. So we got $3 worth of free tickets. Actually, but our so audience people didn't get shit. Audience. Yeah. This it, is nothing. As they call it, bupkiss. Yeah. We, we won. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Who was the guy who had the spicy cash? Uh, that was the $2 ticket? No, yeah, the $2 ticket guy. That was Graham. We have a chance for you, Graham. Uncover a jalapeno in the bonus 10 spot and win $10 instantly. I'm scratching it now. Let's see it. <laughs> We've got a ring. We didn't win. Didn't win anything. Didn't win. Wow. Sorry. So it does not... You, you could say it... Like, if this was like Rick D's in the morning, be like, it pays to listen to Rick D's. It pays to listen to D's. It does nuts. not pay to listen to the Far Out podcast. Yeah, you get shit. All right, we'll, we'll come back in a second with Todd's top 10 ways to have a bitchin' summer. Sunday night on Buck Perez, Cosmos, a space time odyssey. A little-known figure in American history is Chester M. Monkington III, better known as the first monkey to be shot in space. In 1957, he was launched out of the Earth's atmosphere in the Gemini 4, a capsule designed to compete with the Soviet Union's Sputnik. After making it through the Earth's atmosphere, communication with the Gemini 4 was lost, and no one ever heard from Chester M. Monkington III again. Or have they? Some reports say the capsule was burnt up in the Earth's atmosphere, and landed on a tribal land in Africa where Chester was eaten alive by the Awapui tribe. Other accounts say the capsule made it all the way to Alpha Centauri, the closest star outside of our solar system. But some still wait for Chester's return. The Church of the Bleeding Heart of Monkington in Palatine, Illinois, believes Chester to be a savior of man, and one day he'll return to judge the living and the dead. Bear witness to the wonders of the multiverse. Buck Perez's Cosmos airs this Sunday at 9 p.m. only on the WB. So, so. That, that's my that's radio broadcaster thing going. Jesse Jackson. So, no, it's time damn to fill the millifent. So, uh, usually. Uh, I, I, maybe a bunch of people. Uh, we do have listeners that are like in high school mm. listen to our show. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've had people before that they, you know, they're like, "I just turned eighteen. I've been listening to you for five years," and I thought, "Oh my god, I've said horrible things that no one that's thirteen should ever hear." Um, we've also, wow. we, yeah, low budget. We got like emails from a listener going, "I'm thirteen, and my mother doesn't like me listening to your show." <laughs> <laughs> then you know you're doing something right. I want to see where these people are now, and hopefully they don't have records. Mommy, Todd said something bad. Is she listening to it with him? I don't know. Oh, oh that would be weird. Yeah. So if you're sitting in a car right now with your parent listening to the show. Turn uh, that shit up. Yeah, or parents, send me an email. <laughs> we put explicit on the show, though, on iTunes. So whatever. But anyway, yeah. so when you're in high school, uh, you have people sign your yearbook, and at the end they say, have a bitchin' summer. Yeah. Right? That's always like... Always draw like a bud leaf right next to him. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's how my yearbook looked. Be yeah. a bud leaf and yeah. then have a bitch in summer. See you, bud. And then bud leaf logo. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that shit going on. So I want to make sure that our listeners actually can make that happen. So I have my tips. And then, Buck, also for your summer. Is your summer okay right now or does it, does it need to be more bitching? This is an endless summer for me, Todd. Yeah. I just spend my days surfing. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> That's not me. Surfing in Pedro? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cabrillo Beach, the most... Uh, Formerly, and I think we won it this year, um, most polluted beach in L.A. Yeah, you live right by the most polluted beach. It's right beach. there. Yeah. You're right on it. I, I go there to get get a little nature. Get a little I pollution? Do. I do. I go there to relax, and I found myself going there the other day, you know, just chilling, watching the ocean. Nice. You go up there, and like, you know, some guys, they step in the water, and they get all dramatic. You see this guy? these guys when they go to... You see these guys? Yeah. When they, they go to the beach, and they do that thing where they start slapping the water on themselves, yeah. instead of just getting in the water, they do the slap, and they go... Yeah. And like, I like it when people get all dramatic doing stuff that normal people just normally do, Right. but they're trying to be like self-important, so they slap the water, like... Just gearing up here yeah and they're just like communing with nature it's like dude you're just at the beach like you know no no guy in polynesia is getting all weird like that he just jumps in the water right <laughs> he's not all i'm communing with nature or like people i saw the other day on youtube uh, my facebook feed some guy was putting up youtube videos about how to take vitamin e energy from the sun and it was just a video of him standing in in the sun with his shirt off going <sighs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Wait, he was just, you know, he was saying how to ingest the sun? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Who, and this is your friend? Yeah, yeah. Defriend. I, I know some weird people. Defriend immediately. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's a frugal That's boy. immediate defriending. Yeah, he only eats fruit. I defriended someone once because, uh, and de-Instagrammed him, and I went up to him and told him. I'm like, look, I'm just defriending you. Because all he would do is talk about his, like, workout shit. Oh, like, like you know, uh, uh, total fucking freak out workout at the blah 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 gym, blah oh, cross train, CrossFit, blah oh. blah blah, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want. And it, and for some reason, he was like one of those. There's two people on my Facebook thing, him and this one chick. And every time they post something, I get alerted about it, and I have no fucking clue why. And oh. I, I've gone to the settings, and I can't change it back. And fucking uh, every time this. Oh, because they added you as like a close friend. I don't care. So when someone adds you as a close friend, you get a push whenever. Oh my God. Yeah, every time they post something, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't care. Like, why Why is this showing up right now? Yeah. Right. That's horrible. And no one else does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a bit on the Adam Carolla show where it was like a um, hypothetical road trip. Like, if you were to drive to Florida, who would you rather? And it's like. Would you rather be the person that's in Alcoholics Anonymous no. or the person that's in the CrossFit? <laughs> like, if I was sitting there and like the AA guy, you know, you, AA people can make anything about AA. You'd just be like turning on the radio and you'd right. hear something and be like, oh, that person's an alcoholic. They used for 23 years. My buddy George, he's 27 years sober. And then they tell you the whole story. Like, like uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Or the... The CrossFit people who are part of that weird fucking cult that's like, hey, Buck, you know what I did? I lifted up a telephone pole and carried it on my back yesterday. Wad! That's awesome. Yeah. No one cares. Go eat some kale, motherfucker. No one cares. 
it's cool if you work out and stuff, but ain't nobody give a shit. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to hear about that. Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's I mean, uh, I mean, we're way off topic. But that's the thing with social networking. It's like you realize which people are fucking don't have that thing in their brain where they go. Do you think people give a shit about this? <laughs> ain't nobody give a fuck about that. See, I think for you, working out too is more cerebral because you don't really work out. We've talked about this on past. Mm-hmm. You tread master for twenty minutes. You tread for 20. Yeah, I do two miles. Tread for 20. And then I get, yeah, tread for, tread for 20. Tread for 20. I, 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 yeah, I do my two miles and then I get off and I don't tell anybody about it. I don't <laughs> you don't go, go bragging. You don't go bragging. Yeah. I don't go bragging. I don't go yeah. to work the next day and be like, Braggadocious. Oh, so sore. <laughs> no, I just want to like not die. That's all. I'm trying to stave off death. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> CrossFit Stairmaster. Here's, have a, here's how to have a bitch in summer. Oh. Number one. Now, Buck, you can tell me if this is good or not. Eric. All right. I do watch a lot of uh, Jersey Shore, so I know, I know how, how to party. How good a summer could be. Right. First is uh, uh, Indian face paint. Dang. I'm saying don't go out looking like Ultimate Warrior, mm. but like if you just put like th- a couple tasteful lines on your face, like if you're a dude. <laughs> uh, like When you said Indian face paint, I thought you meant like a dot. No. that's no. A dot. You're, you're meaning... You're meaning feather, not dot. Native American. Feather, not dot. Native American. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's yeah. how I judge. And, and and so just like, like three lines on the face. You know what I'm saying? That, that shows aggression and mm. yet this kind of harmony with the universe. Mm. And I think like if you're a dude, it shows you're down to party. Like you're down for whatever. Like that guy is staying till three in the morning at your summer bonfire. He's wearing face paint. And he might be dancing yeah. around it as well. Right. Chicks... When chick, I'm sorry. This is a weird thing where some people get pissed off that people like are appropriating Native American culture. But when a chick does like the squaw look, always hot. The squaw, the squaw look. What? Yeah, squaw like like a female Indian, like Pocahontas. Okay. Like that always like that. I don't know. It's so sexy to me. Really? Especially like the like the Pocahontas kind of outfit. Like with you the know sexy Pocahontas outfit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what what else is there? Yeah, I'm serious. It's not like I don't think there were big ass, lard ass Native American women out there, right? It's mostly sexy chicks because they walked a lot. Yeah, they, they hunted buffalo. Yeah, that's true. You don't see too. They're, ma- they're not sitting around watching. True. You don't see too many robust um, Native American women. I mean, I might get some guy that lives on like tribal lands, or whatever. That will email us and be like, "No, no, there is a there is a big bear over in this tribe." Yeah. N- n- number two. Number two ways to have a bitchin' summer. Order the Catalina dressing next time you get a salad. This is written by an 80-year-old person? What is no, it? I'm just saying. Because think, think about it this way. Okay. You can't get Catalina dressing anywhere. It's becoming an extinct salad dressing. What is it? It used to be you, went, you, you would go out and like if you were at like a really nice steakhouse, and if you were like a baller right. and you were there, you'd be like, they'd give you the salad and you get the Catalina. On it, no, they don't have it anyway. You can get balsamic vinaigrette, you can get ranch, you can get any kind of weird ass hippie dressing everywhere. But Catalina, it's you, gone the way of the dodo, and people need to embrace that. And a, you're gonna enjoy yourself this summer having the Catalina dressing. <laughs> but b, we gotta save it for the people who love it. Where was it made out of? I don't even know really what you're talking about, but I'm rolling with it. Is it, it was, was baller, kind of tomatoey with a slight citrus. And huh. yeah, and it really just it really set the salad apart. Hmm. It was the bougie dressing. 
Hmm. It was like, you know, if you were at, you know, the Bel Air Country Club in the 1950s, you got it with Catalina dressing, not this baby Thousand Island shit, you know, or this, this like yuppie balsamic vinaigrette. No, you had a Catalina. Nice. And that showed you were a man of power, a man who deserved respect. You had a Catalina with your Cadillac martini. And also, and it's also, it's tasty. It's a really tasty dressing that maybe... It's a tasty beverage. You know, maybe if you're 19, you listen to the show, you never had Catalina dressing. It's probably never been offered to you. No, yeah. It's probably never been an option. Wow. So I'm just saying, before it goes away, enjoy it. Next. Number, th- number three, pool noodles. Say who? Pool noodles. Oh, those foam things? Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Think, okay, you're talking earlier about like your issue with how deep is your pool. Oh, yeah. Now, think about it this way. I've I've... I've had two kinds of swimming experiences in the last couple of years, right? Again, was this was this whole thing written by an eighty year old man? Hmm? Pool noodles. No. <laughs> those With those big funnest thing on earth. No, but think about it this way. Mm-mm-mm. I've swam with pool noodles and without. <laughs> now, when it's without, all I do is I swim from one end of the pool to the other end of the pool. Boring. And then one end of the pool, and that's it. I'm I'm directionless. Yeah. Like, it's not, but then if there's What do a, I do? I, what do I do in this pool? What do I do? I'm staying cool. I'm not really enjoying myself. It's kind of a monotonous exercise. It's not really fun. Monotonous exercise isn't fun. But when, when you have a pool noodle in there, I'll be halfway through the deep end, and I'll just stop, and I'll put my arms over it, Oh. and I'll just chill there. You'll just wade in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then may, and my feet won't even touch the ground, and then I'll spin around a couple times. Oh, right. Maybe some and dangerous. Maybe if there's multiple You're doing like solo synchronized swimming. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I kind of look up towards the sky uh-huh. and then I think, oh, my God, did I, did I put, you know, sunscreen on. And then somebody else with a pool noodle may float over to me and mm. they may hit me with the pool noodle. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a weapon. There's more activities that can go on. The pool noodle is very dynamic. So I say uh, use a pool noodle. Number four. Wow. It's for the ladies. Pool noodle. Keep that bikini line high and tight. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's it? Well, I mean, you, you, you ever see, like, you ever go to, like, the water park, <sighs> like, Raging Waters, or you go to your community pool, or you go to Cabrillo Beach, right? and there's a chick with a bikini, but then she has some stray, really uh, coarse hair coming out of the bikini line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and that, that will, like, you see that once, and that'll ruin your whole day. Hmm. Especially if it's like on an older lady. Oh, it's, yeah. And a more rotund <laughs> yeah. Native American. No, or if it's just like, or some really coarse hair where it looks, it's like, wow. That's like, it's like <laughs> you're, you're taking it back. Like, oh, shit. Like you have a, oh, yeah. you have a, a porcupine in between your legs. Lady? <laughs> you got a porcupine between there, lady? Hey there, lady. You got a porcupine between your pants. There you go. (laughs) Number five. As far as that's leading to a bitchin' summer, Mm -hmm. I mean, the porcupine between your legs. Not having the porcupine. Not having the porcupine. (laughs) Some chick could have the porcupine, have the worst summer ever, but not know why. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's because nobody, ain't nobody want to hang with her on the beach. Right. Next time on the Faro Podcast. So, Buck, you gotta tell me, what's your secret? Oh, 
Well, I am looking rather George Hamilton lately, right? With the tan and everything. You I'm do. Look, I'm looking good. You do look good. I'm looking, I do look good. But what I want to know is, what's your secret? I, I've been doing the guacamole, the avocado. I, I just put it all over my face at night. You know, because you know, in the old TV shows and stuff, you always see the women with the green shit on the face. Yeah. And I just thought it was avocado, so I've been doing that lately. But Buck, really? Clogs the hell's out of my pores. I look great. What's your secret? Number five, play ladies, five. play ladies balls. So all you guys out there that play golf, what I do is I play uh, women's golf balls. Okay. Because they go farther. <laughs> so like it's so like if I'm playing like normally I'm gonna drive like two thirty five ladies ball yeah two fifty seven maybe. Wow. And so the thing is like lots of guys are like oh that's a chick ball blah 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 that's a pink golf ball and you're like you know what dude you're just not. Secure in your masculinity, bro. <laughs> like, be secure in your masculinity. Hit the ball 30 yards farther. So it's, the the only difference is it's pink. They're, yeah. they're pink balls. and they But they go farther. They're built yeah, to go farther. I'd use, I'd use it. They're like Japanese baseballs. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm Barry Bonds, motherfucker. I'll mm. do what I want. Right, you're playing with some cunt that's got like, like a, a $2,000 set of golf clubs, right? And then I come with my cheap-ass 1988 Titleist Tour models with the beat-looking grips. And I and I step up to the uh, you know and I hit the ball and they think I'm cheating because I'm using a woman's golf ball. You're like you, you got are, NASA clubs, bro. Yeah, you are kind of juicing, but that's why I like it. But it's not illegal. There's not, <laughs> it's not illegal. It's just shameful because you you got a pink ball. It's not shameful if you're securing your masculinity. Yeah, he's got pink balls. Yeah, look at him. He's got pink balls. Look at that dude, yeah, man. Look at him. Look at that dude, man. He hit that, that pink yeah. ball. He hit that pink ball to the green. But I hit that pink ball to the green. So I went. And I went to like, take that. I went to get my my uh, my my golf clubs regripped today. Again, tell, tell you I'm having again. A, this is about a, having a bitchin' summer. Yeah. <laughs> I went to get my golf clubs regripped. Twenty six. <laughs> I went back to to the retirement home and took a nap because it was a long. Actually, day. they didn't seal beach. So I was right by Leisure World. Oh jeez. And I took the golf clubs in. And uh, when I took him in, there was like this like nineteen year old kid at the uh, at the counter. When I take in my clubs, and my his, clubs, his young buck was at the counter. <laughs> and my clubs are like from nineteen eighty eight, and I hadn't got new grips on them like since. So I brought him in there, and once I set him down, the kid looked down at him, looked up at me, and goes, "How old are those?" <laughs> <laughs> I, older these, than you. These are older than me, aren't they? Yeah, seriously, that's what he was saying, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. These, like, these fucking pieces of shit are older than me. And then the, then the guy turns to me and goes, "Those have got to be fun to play." <laughs> yeah, right. That's what he said. Is it is it the older the club, the better, or no? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I just know it doesn't have weird NASA shit in it. It's just like a club made out of steel, you know? Yeah. Enough golf talk here. Number six, ways to have a bitch in summer. <laughs> We've had. A few so far. Take a multivitamin every morning. What the fuck is this? Do it daily. <laughs> now you feel so much better. Like you get in there and you have like one of those centrums that has what like. Are you telling people it's take got everything cent- in it, Buck. It's got like vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, vitamin D, or so you don't have to just stand out there and and take the sun in with the vitamin D. You take it in a pill. All right. I you thought, feel so good. You're talking about like butt chugging. Shit like that, no. having a pitch in summer butt chugging. I mean, I mean that could happen. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not on my list. Is it number eight? It wasn't top of mind. Number seven. Damn. Scissors. Throughout this summer. Run with them. No. No. Throughout throughout this summer, whenever you play rock, paper, scissors for something, like if they're like, who's buying the charcoal for the grill? Rock, paper, choose scissors. Scissors is really big this summer and is going to be winning out over rock and paper. I'm going to say it's paying out two to one. Hands down. Mm Mm-hmm. Or hands in the scissor no. position. Number eight. Big Le- time. Learn something new. Take a class. <laughs> Go to the learning annex and take a class at night. I'm, I'm just saying learn something. You know, my, my theory is... This is the most boring summer ever. Be 1% better every day. That's my theory in life. That's your problem. You're the 1%, Todd. Us over here, the 99%, we're pretty pissed off right now. You know, you're the 1% they always How talk about. How am I the 1%? You're the 1%. My, my 26-year-old golf clubs. Uh, no, number nine, this is for all my bald brothers out there. <laughs> Buy some of that spray, like the aerosol sunscreen. The shit for, like, really, that really oh, white yeah. people get into. Yeah. And sunscreen your head. And don't forget about it. Like, you don't want to, like, <sighs> you don't want to use that, like, the cream... No you know, sunscreen. You want to use that. You, you close your eyes first, and then do that thing where you put like your hand on your eyebrow, and then cover your eyes. You're, you're and, visoring. And visor, visor, yeah, visor with a hand. Yeah, and then spray your head. That's what I do. And so then, because having a sunburnt head is a embarrassing, because if it's like really red, people are like your head got sunburnt. Yeah, and it just they'll it, let you know because they don't think you could see it, right? Yeah, they don't think you look in the mirror and can see it instantly. They're like, hey, up top. It's burnt. It's burnt up there, man. It's peeling. Yeah, exactly. That's the oh, worst. That's nasty. And then, and also, it's right in the sun. Like, here, here's the science tip. Hmm. The top of your head is closer to the sun than the rest of you. Right. So it's getting baked. Your head's getting baked. Number 10. Oh, my gosh. Last one. Number 10 ways to have a bitchin' summer. Do it with your left hand. Yeah. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for being up in her. Oh, thank you all. I'd like to thank uh, myself. And uh, well, no no Cigar Star Indian this week. Yeah. We're, well. we're, we're having a stripped down summer right now, and then they will be back very soon. But uh, we've been actually liking just doing shows together. But we'll bring that all back and everything like that soon. But uh, thank you very much, and we will see you next week on the Far Out Podcast. On the cloud of a knowing My world seems open Every satellite up here is watching But I was here from the very start Trying to find a way to your heart All the days are forgetting They've gone out with the tide